Today on the No City on the Sideline Dad podcast, episode number 16, we're going to tackle something called sugar addiction. That'll my guest, Dan DeVigio, next on the No Sitting on the Sideline Dad podcast. Welcome to the No Sitting on the Sideline Dad podcast, a podcast about a journey of discovery and conversations about not sitting on the sideline of life. Let's get involved. Here's host Joe Foley. Welcome to the episode of No Sitting on the Sideline Dad Podcast. Hey, my name is Joe Foley. I'm a dad, a parent, crazy busy adult like you. I want to say thank you for being here. I know your time is limited, so you choose to spend time listening. That that means a lot. And this is your first time. Welcome. This is a podcast about having a conversation about topics related to being a parent, a dad, and you know, an adult trying to take care of their family, themselves, their health. These topics related, I find interesting, might be related to you, something you might be going through the same thing I am. I would say we're all going through the same issues. I'm not an expert. I'm just on a journey, just like you, trying to take one day at a time in this crazy world. Today, my guest on the podcast is Dan DeFigio, author of Beating Sugar Addiction for Dummies. Dan has been featured on CNN Fitness Nation, The Dr. Phil Show, and other media outlets. Dan has coached many people over the years, and I know he has a lot of useful information because I find his interview very helpful and made me think about next time I went to the coffee shop to get my sugar latte super coffee drink. So let's jump right into the interview. Today on the podcast, my guest, Dan DeFigio, best-selling author sugar, of Sugar Addiction Expert in his book, Beating Sugar Addiction for Dummies, also a director of Basic and Beyond Fitness and Nutrition based in the Tennessee. He worked as a professional trained nutrition counselor. Welcome to the podcast, Dan. Thanks, Joe. Thank you for asking me to come on. It's been it's been nice getting a chance to know you. And um, it's it's been interesting. I mean, I think it's, uh, sugar is a big deal to everybody. And, and I, I'm wondering what made you decide to write the book about beating sugar addiction. Well, you know, it actually um, that as a specialty sort of evolved over time. I've been in the fitness and the nutrition fields for over 20 years. I started in the early 1990s. And as I started doing nutrition coaching, I found that one of the biggest struggles that people have over uh, over all the years is trying to get their eating in line. You know, people get addicted to junk food and convenience food, and uh, people end up reaching for sugar for uh, convenience or for comfort or for energy. So, sugar as a as a food really has become a problem for a lot of people. So uh, I started doing a lot of work in helping people get around that and, and steer them back to more normal, healthy eating, you know, stop the stress eating, stop the junk food. And uh, pretty soon, the uh, the Dummies publishers found some of my writing online, and they contacted me and said, uh, would you do a book for us? And I said, absolutely. Well, that's, um, that's a very interesting, and I'm like, I saw that, I'm like, oh, that's awesome. A book um, about sugar addiction for dummies because it, it, we don't always know. I mean, obviously at the local donut shop, there's a coffee shop. I know they have something going, especially with all the, the lattes and the coffees. When 
I mean, I'm a victim of, I'm not a victim, but I said I, I make bad choices, I guess. When you say that I want my iced coffee with the, the um, caramel swirl, but I'm like, I'm not putting sugar in, but I think I actually am still am putting sugar in. Yeah, some of those, uh, some of those coffee drinks have like 80 grams of sugar in them. There's a lot, you know, your, your Choco Moco Frappuccinos are, uh, are a lot of times loaded with sugar and extra calories. What is, um, what is, is it just sugar addiction or is different types of sugar addiction? Well, I think there's a spectrum just like anything else. And most of the people that I work with are folks who, uh, have just fallen into behaviors that are a real problem. You know, they, they tend to put their own, uh, well-being and their own health and their own sort of planning on the back burner because you know they got. I know a lot of your listeners. Everybody's got kids and family and stuff like that. So um, people tend to sort of put themselves last and not put any time or effort into thinking about how they're going to feed themselves for the next few hours. So when you end up leaving yourself at the mercy of whatever you can grab, then you're going to get in trouble because generally what you can grab is junk food. What would be, um, I would say, um, what would be the, like, what could be a substitute? I mean, there's two different kinds of sugars, I guess. I mean, I know the sugar, but is there, like, the fake sugar? Is there a thing that's fake sugar? Is that the same kind of sugar or, like, aspartame or? Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Uh, the chemical sweeteners. Uh, those are uh, zero-calorie sweeteners, but they're really bad for you, depending on what kind. So if you need to have a sweetener that isn't sugar, uh, stevia powder is a good substitute because that comes from a, a plant leaf. It's a, it's a zero-calorie sweetener, and it doesn't cause any of the health problems and the brain damage and the appetite disruption and stuff that some of the other chemical sweeteners have. So stay away from diet sodas and aspartame and NutraSweet and MSG and sucralose and all those chemical sweeteners. They're bad news. Go with uh, go with stevia if you need a sweetener. It's funny you say that because um, I, I I've been drinking a lot of water, and um, I had my addiction to Coke, Coke um, Diet Coke actually, and I noticed and you mentioned that about is it true like the fog? I mean people I mean I, I'm I, right now I'm talking to you but I mean if I go off my Diet Coke um, diet I go off it and just drink water I get like, these big headaches and a lot of fog. What causes that? Do you know or? You get headaches when you stop doing the uh, Diet Coke? Yes. I would probably assume that's more of a caffeine withdrawal because that's, that's a real common uh, side effect of caffeine withdrawal. If you quit uh, coffee or you quit soda, cold turkey, for a couple of days people can get headaches. But it only lasts a few days typically. What is um, – I mean I think um, a lot of people are victim of this, of sugar um, – um, for sugar of emotional problem. Like when you're having a bad day, you just reach for that ice cream, you know, you have that – or that cookie or that um, brownie, is that one of the like um, addiction, cause addiction of sugar, of the illusion for emotional reasons? Yeah, I think that is uh, a really big part of it for a lot of people. What, um, you know, what, what we as humans tend to do is um, you know, substitute stuff that feels good for stuff that doesn't feel good. So uh, what I found over my years of coaching people with, who have you know stress eating problems and sugar addiction, carboholics, chocoholics, that kind of stuff, um, you know any of the aholics. Basically, what what is really common for folks who are in in that space is that you end up uh, habitually reaching for sugar instead of attending to what you really want. 
So let's use the example, um, <clears throat> excuse me, let's use the example that you just said. So let's say somebody's having a stressful day at work, right? So uh, this is a dad who's, you know, maybe his kid's sick, his wife is busting his chops about stuff like this, his boss is on his back, he's stressed out, he's overwhelmed. And so what this guy really wants is a feeling of control and peacefulness and hope. Well, guess what, Joe? Mm -hmm. M&Ms are not going to give you that. Oh, no. Right? <laughs> so what we, what we end up doing is we say, boy, it feels really crappy to feel like bad about myself and feel stressed and feel overwhelmed. So I'm going to distract myself with something. And, you know, it's common to use sugar as a distraction, but a lot of people use alcohol or drugs or sex or gambling or, you know, whatever. You just insert your self-medication here, whatever it is. It just so happens that, you know, I work with people who use food instead of other things, but it's the, it's the same idea, you know. So the, the key to starting to turn this around is to use your craving as a red flag, you're like, okay, I got sugar craving, so that means what is it that I really want? You know, what am I really seeking here? Is it is it comfort? Is it peacefulness? Is it uh, mental stimulation? You know, am I bored? Uh, am I thirsty? Maybe I just need water instead of food. You know, you got to start to teach yourself how to do that 10-second reality check and figure out what you really want because, like I said, it's not cookies what you really want. And I notice a lot of like late night eating too when I'm bored. Like late night, I've had the nine o'clock and everything's all settled down. And I'm like, hmm, those cookies look really good right now. Yeah, exactly. Well, Joe, let me, let me help you out with this. Uh, first of all, make sure that that kind of stuff that you know is no good for you isn't in the house and isn't easily accessible. You know, make it really hard to get junk food. If you really, really want ice cream, get up, get in the car. Drive down to the ice cream shop, get yourself a cone. You know, if it's sitting in the freezer or if it's sitting in the pantry, it's just too easy and too convenient. So when you're shopping, don't set yourself up for, for uh, trouble like that. Well, something I like to change a little bit. I, I'm kind of curious. Um, you're the director of Basic and Beyond Fitness Nutrition, based in the Tennessee. What do you? What does um, a job like that entails, and what do you do there? Oh, okay. Well, uh, Basics and Beyond Fitness and Nutrition is a service company that I have in the Nashville, Tennessee area. And um, we do uh, fitness training and nutrition and physical therapy. Um, what kind of um, advice would you give somebody who's looking to lose weight? I mean, I, I'm just wondering in the fact that um, we see all these foods, but for me, an example, I'm, I'm looking on, I like that, eat that, but I, I have to eat, instead of eating one, I'm going to eat two or three, because it doesn't look like a full snack. And I'm always wondering, maybe if I can find that one thing to eat that would fill me up, I won't have to eat the other two. I was wondering if some advice for that would be like. Well, I am generally not a sort of all or nothing or a black and white kind of person. So I can't say, you know, I'd love to say, Joe, this is the wonder food that you have been seeking. And if you eat this for a snack every afternoon, you'll never be hungry and you'll never have a sugar craving and your life will be wonderful. Uh, but it just doesn't really work like that. You know, people are different, situations are different. So what I try to do when I work with people and I coach people is I try to look at the really big picture. And once you get sort of the big rocks in place as far as nutrition and health and lifestyle and stress management and that kind of stuff, then you can start dialing in some of the little details to fit your own situation. So, um, 
you know, when you talk about portion control, for example, is what you were referring to. You said, ooh, when I eat this, you know, I have three or four of them instead of one of them. So one of the things that you can do, I got two hints for you for, uh, for portion control in general. Number one, get a good sense of, you know, what actually is a serving. I've got that posted on one of my websites at uh, beatingsugaraddiction.com. There's a, uh, if you in the, type in the search bar, uh, type uh, the word serving or portion. Actually, portion will probably give you a lot of results. Type serving instead. And uh, one, of the, one of the posts that I put up is a little uh, graphic and some information about, like, what is a serving of protein? What is a serving of starch? You know, what is a serving of fat? Those kinds of things. To give you a better idea of what uh, a portion is so you're not just eating until it's all gone. And the op- Go ahead, sir. No, I, I, I was going to say that that's something that we all – I think it's ingrained in us when we're a kid is um, when I remember I was little, I was like – my mom was like, you got to finish everything the plate before you leave. And yeah. you, you get an adult and the portions need to get bigger and, and you get that like, i got to finish everything on my plate. Yeah, that's actually – that's the one that I struggle with the most. Um, I have uh, – I think I have the, the junk food thing pretty much under control. The, the kinds of food that I reach for are good quality foods. You know, I eat healthy, but I like to eat a lot, man. I'm with you. I'm sort of like <laughs> if there's if there's more food in front of me, I want to keep eating until it's gone. So that's the big thing I gotta watch myself is the the portion control right there. And um, any other website? Do you watch so like your your beat the sugar addiction? What kind of like you have a blog? What else do you have on the website? Well, on the website, I've got a lot on beatingsugaraddiction.com. I have a lot of information about. Um, Basically, how to get off of sugar, how to start steering yourself towards healthier eating and healthier nutrition. Um, my big approach, Joe, is really about building healthy habits through baby steps and small incremental changes. Because here, here's what happens when, when people do it the other way. You know, they try to cold turkey stuff. They try to do a 180-degree detox lifestyle makeover, you know, change 20 different habits as if that, okay, on Monday, I'm going to be able to eat everything perfectly. I'm never going to have any sugar. I'm never going to have junk food. I'm going to eat only healthy, perfect foods all the time. I'm going to exercise every day. I'm going to manage my stress. I'm going to get great sleep. I'm going to do all this. And, you know, you can't make those many changes all at once and expect it to last for more than two hours. So I don't try to get people to do any of that crap. You know, what I try to do is get people to start to make gradual incremental improvements, one or two things this week, one or two things next week, so that kind of thing becomes normal for you. And that's a really important concept. Whatever is normal for you, that's what you're going to default to, and that is what your, your life is like. You know, whatever you do most of the time, that's what you get. And you could say that about, you know, we're talking about nutrition right now, but that you could say that about your relationships, your, uh, you know, how you are around your family, your work ethic, you know, whatever you do most of the time, that's what you get. So if you don't like what you're getting, you have to change what you usually do. You have to build a new normal. So when I coach people around nutrition, I start to work on, all right, let's take this one thing or this two, these two things, and we're going to tweak them and improve it. So now your normal is that much better. And you do that week in and week out with these little incremental changes. And after, you know, five months, six months, nine months, you turn around 
and your whole life is different. You know, your nutrition is better, your lifestyle is better, and most importantly, you don't really feel like you're doing anything that different because it feels pretty normal because that's what you do these days. It's a great, that's a great concept and a great thing what you do because I used to work for um, my, um, a gym a long time ago, and it was always seemed like it was big business. They want you to buy the certain candy bar and, and the certain powder. And it, I really, really like the way you do it, like building with small building. It's almost like building with small building blocks, bigger and bigger. Big. It seems to me what you're saying is you're building a little bit at a time to, to, to its new normal. And that's a yeah. great, it's great, great concept. I, I really like that. Well, thank you. And that's really the only way to make sustainable changes. You can't change everything all at once and expect to willpower your way through it forever. We just, we're just not wired to do that. As soon as something happens, you know, as soon as one of the kids gets sick or, God forbid, somebody dies or gets hurt in an accident or something like that, then, you know, you're, you're completely derailed and you go back to crash and burn uh, before you did anything. So the end result there is you haven't really changed anything. So when you, when you build a new normal, then no matter what is going on around you, you're still centered and pretty much doing the same smarter, healthier things. You know, it's um, interesting. I remember when I was younger, I was working on an overnight shift a lot, and, and a lot of the sugary drinks that come out, like, um, uh, I don't know, you, you can name it, the super-duper, super-sugar. Super and, and the one thing I found in Instagram, you, come, like, you have three or four of those in the morning, by midday you crash. And um, you see in the news and stuff, some kids drink a lot of them and try to stay up, and they they um, die basically. And um, I wonder what you thought about that. I mean, I, I mean the sugar because it must be, the, the sugar content must be out of, unbelievable in those drinks. Yeah, I'm not really familiar with that particular story, but uh, most of those energy drinks are loaded up with sugar and loaded up with caffeine. So uh, yeah, it will give you a pretty good buzz for a short period of time, but you'll crash hard after that and uh, if you if you continue to sort of rely on those external stimulants for energy what happens from a physiology standpoint is your adrenal cortex actually starts shutting down and it starts relying on these external stimulants to function properly what is um like one thing i'm interested about sugar and over time it how does it help like not help a person because gaining weight is not helping but how does it how did it build on, like, how does a person gain weight? Does over a slow period of time, sugar, a lot of sugar, it builds up? Or Yeah, most of the time. Here, let me give you a little math. I hope this is, uh, this is something interesting for you and your listeners. A hundred calories a day extra, which is hardly anything. You know, it's a few bites of something. It's a half a soda. Um, it's not a lot of extra food, but a hundred calories a day extra is 10 pounds in a year. So just by sneaking in a little, you know, a few extra bites, a little bit extra here and there, you can gain weight without even really noticing. And the good news is vice versa. You know, if you start turning that around, if you eat 100 calories less every day or you burn 100 calories more through exercise, which is what I'll suggest that you do, then you lose 10 pounds in a year and you don't even notice. Oh, wow. That's, that's a great – I like that idea, actually. I might, I might start doing that and write all that stuff down. I might start changing my way of doing things. Well, yeah. well, wrapping up, I guess, um, any final thoughts, where they can find your book, and uh, where, where they can get in touch with you if they have any questions? Well, uh, sure. I think uh, the, the best handout and, and little tip sheet that I have for folks is available for free on beatingsugaraddiction.com. It's a handy little handout that is a guidebook that you get, and it's called Three Steps to Kill Your Sugar Cravings. 
And when you get a sugar craving and that urge to have something sweet, this is a little three-step process that you go through that almost invariably, invariably kills your cravings and gets you set back on a straight and narrow. So go to beingsugaraddiction.com and download that for free. I hope you hope you will use it and enjoy it. And if uh, if someone wants to get in touch with me about uh, you know some of my other nutrition um, services, if they need help, some coaching, maybe some some family. Uh, some family wellness, um, my contact information is there at beatingsugaraddiction.com. Well, thank you, Dan. I really do appreciate you being on the podcast today. And um, um, we'll find all the show notes, all the links and everything in the uh, podcast show notes for Dan's book and his website. And, uh, again, Dan, thank you very much for being on the podcast today. It has really been fun, Joe. Thank you so much for bringing me on. Well, that's all I have for this episode. Thank you for joining me in the No City on the Silent Dab podcast. I want to say thanks to Dan DeFiagio from BeatingSugarAddiction.com. You can find all the contact information for Dan over at No Sitting on the Sideline Dad Podcast slash episode 16. All his contacts, social media contacts will be there. Also, please comment on the show. Anything you say, try to keep it constructive, negative or positive. I like to hear what you have to say because it helps improve the show. And also, if you have an opportunity, please review. Because all the reviews help. And... I know I'm asking a lot, but if you have a moment, please sign up for the newsletter because it'll help give you updates of what's going on in upcoming shows. I promise not to spam you. I just want to let you know what's coming up the next shows. You find a useful information. Well, the stuff that I find through all the people I interview, like Dan DeVigio from BeatingSugarAddiction.com. Well, until next time. Also, I forgot one more thing. You can find all my contact information at No Sitting on the Sideline Dad Podcast slash contact. That would be my email contact, my social media contact. Well, thank you for your time. Until next time, take care. God bless. Give the kids a hug. Take care of your health. Take care of yourself. Because we only have one life to live. Until next time, God bless. Take care. See ya. you for listening to the podcast. Please subscribe to the newsletter to receive updates of the show and helpful and useful tips. This has been a production of Foley 42 Media. Foley 42 Media.